The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact-dependent and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. All right, what's happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of CPA Reviewed, the official podcast of another71.com. Happy Thursday to you. Or My name is Jeff Elliott. I am a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas, much to the chagrin of many. Happy Thursday to you. Today is Thursday, August 13th, 2015. On tonight's show, we are... <laughs> we're boldly going where no CPA has gone before. We are... Um, we are live on Periscope, and so that could be something. So we're going to do the podcast as normal. If you are listening to the podcast, and as I answer uh, questions or comments on Periscope, if you don't have Periscope, you can go to um, whatever the, the Android app store, yeah, the Android app store, or, uh, or iTunes and download Periscope, and then you can join in on the fun and ask me a question or send me a comment that you love the site or hate the site or hate my beard, whatever it may be. So, all right. So how this is going to go down is I'm going to do the podcast as normal and answering questions that come in through askjeff at another71.com. If you want to ask me a question, you can go to another71.com, click in the upper right-hand corner, click Ask Jeff, and it will appear in a future edition of the podcast. And if you want to ask me a question on Periscope, I will attempt to do two things at once. So if you're on Periscope and have a question, fire it up. Or if you want to say, hey, you can do that too. All right, so some news. The next score release is Tuesday, August 25th which is actually late Monday night on the 24th. Exam scores typically typically come out at 1 a.m. Eastern on the target date. So the target date is the 25th. So that means, um, yeah, so it, it means that they come out about midnight central. So and then the next score release will be on September 10th. If you want to get notified about when I do these random uh, <laughs> these random things, you can follow me on Twitter. I have uh, I don't check this very often. I have eleven thousand eleven thousand followers on Twitter. That's something. Hey Jeff, I'm waiting on my FAR score on the 25th. Made a 72 the last go around. Um, so you have I guess 10. 12, 12 days to wait, so that's always a good time. Are you going to keep studying for your next exam, or are you, or are you just going to wait? And the awkward thing about Periscope is that people um, <laughs> can't respond via via voice. So, um, so anyway, you follow me on Twitter, you can get notified. I think. That's how people are, um, well, it shows up in their, in their timeline. Just started back in the FAR, multiple choice questions, just to be safe. If that's your last exam, that's a good plan. 
Okay, first question. David writes in, I've taken Otadine three times and I've scored a 68, a 70, and a 70. I'm studying with Becker and Ninja MCQ. What do you suggest I try to do to get those last five points? Well, a 68, a 70, and a 70 means that there are a few a few conceptual holes in your in your game. So you are weak on at least one or two topics. And so what a lot of people do is they think that they need to just cram over whatever their weak area is when they get their their uh, score notification deal back. And you should not do that. You should, um, you should go back and do everything that you did to get the 70 and then do something else. So um, more Ninja MCQ or whatever, whatever it may be, but don't cut any corners and uh, make sure that Make sure that you get that, that trending score up to um, at least in the in the low to mid 80s. So before you go in and take your exam. So the biggest takeaway there is with a 68, a 70, and a 70, you have to do something drastically different from what you've been doing. And my guess is that you haven't been doing as many of the multiple choice as you should. If you're on Periscope and want to jump in. For those of, for those of you that are that are uh, on that are that have joined since I started the podcast, feel free to ask me a question. Or if I'm answering a question, a, a pre-submitted question, and I don't see your question, please ask it again. So, Crystal writes in. I'm taking BEC next Friday, and I've already passed far. And I missed auditing by one point. I haven't studied as much as I planned. And I'm now running out of time. Do you think I can be prepared by just doing your multiple choice questions rather than going back to the review course? I'm currently trending 65% and almost through the assessment phase and took all next week off from work. You're trending 65% and you're still through the assessment phase, which is me, which means that you've done less than uh, 35% of the questions. I would keep powering through and um, do as many multiple choice questions between now and your exam I would I would I would hate life I would hate I would hate the ninja software because you're spending so much time on the ninja software that you um, never want to see another ninja again so that's what I would do between now and next Friday for BEC Pamela says, what's the best way to study using my CPXL program and the Ninja 10-point combo? Is 15 hours per week for 8 to 9 weeks too long to study for FAR? Okay, first of all, 8 to 9 weeks is, well, 8 weeks is the max. I would study 7 to 8 weeks for FAR, and I would try to get that up to 20, 20 hours per week. So 15 hours per week might be a little bit light. I try to get that up to 20 hours per week and about 8 weeks for FAR, and how to use your CPA Excel. Of course, I'm assuming that you have videos, so how do you use those in conjunction with the 10-point combo? Well, I would follow the, the Ninja framework. I would get through all of your videos first, and I would take good notes, and if you if you don't want to use your videos and you want to take and you want to read the ninja book instead, that's a good plan. Or if you want to skip the ninja book and just use your CPA Excel videos, that's fine too. Follow the ninja framework so get through all of the <clears throat> content first. Take good notes and then jump into 
I would jump into Ninja MCQ and I would do nin- Ninja MCQ uh, exclusively. Uh, I just think it's better software. And so, so the NINJ uh, nail the content, intense notes. Now you're into nonstop multiple choice questions, and um, so then you have to get through your assessment phase and the adaptive learning phase. And I would take notes over the questions that you're missing. And since you have the 10 point combo, you have the ninja notes, I would load, I would either print out the ninja notes or load them on like your tablet tablet or your phone. They work great on both. And I would take them with you everywhere you go. So the doctor's office, have them next to you at work. Um, just literally take them everywhere. And instead of like, you know, you have three minutes to kill. So you hop on Facebook or whatever to see what, to see your friends back to school pictures of their kids. <laughs> uh, I have I have a few kids myself, so I might be guilty of such things. But uh, your time is better spent cranking out a few bullet points in, in the Ninja Notes uh, through your morning commute or whatever it may be. Um, even sitting there um, at at lunch or, or while you're working, cranking through spreadsheets, you have the Ninja Audio, I'd listen to the Ninja Audio. I would use the uh, Ninja flashcards on your phone. So that's how I would incorporate those two together. So basically get through your content and then use the supplementary materials as much as possible. On Periscope, what's the best way to prepare for the regulation Sims? I got it 73 three times because weaker in Sims. Um, I'm not a huge fan of working a lot of Sims because you can, in theory, you can, you can practice 15 sims and get none of the topics on your exam. Uh, I know not everyone agrees with that sent- sentiment. And I've always said that if you understand the concepts, then you should know them. Then you should do well on the sims because the sims are just an application of the concepts. But like for for um, for regulation in particular, I would make sure that you go through and know the the different types of, of tax forms. So uh, both corporate partnership, individual, and and you know M1, M2, M3. Make sure that you know how to do those. Um, you can go back through and so like in if you have the Ninja software, I'm not sure if you do or not, but um, whatever software you use. I would do about 90% multiple choice and 10% Sims. I would not do like a ton of Sims because uh, your I think your time is better spent on the multiple choice. Is that helpful? See, the cool thing about, about Periscope is you can tell me if that answer was helpful or if it just meh. <laughs> yes, very helpful. <laughs> Thank you. You're very kind. <laughs> Mavery, Mavery says, what's the most effective way to tackle the reg exam for, hey, I get a thumbs up. Thank you. What's the most effective way to tackle the reg exam four to five weeks out? Well, I recommend uh, seven to eight weeks for regulations. So four to five weeks out, assuming that you are kind of starting to halfway through your your study plan, just Follow the Ninja framework. That's 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 a pretty basic answer, but that's what I would do. Follow the Ninja framework. Nail the content, intense notes, non-stop multiple choice questions. Uh, just rewrite your notes. Spend the final two weeks 
uh, spend the final two weeks out, rewrite your notes, one week out, um, work in multiple choice questions. If you have four to five weeks and you're, and you're cramming, then, um, then you have a tightened timetable. And so instead of 20 hours a week, maybe you're studying 25 hours a week, but the methodology is still the same. And if, if you run into a crunch, the, the Hail Mary for the CPA exam is uh, multiple choice questions. How are we doing on Periscope? Everything, everyone doing all right? Greg writes in, a concern of mine is I have now moved my regulation exam to Q3. I was somewhat nervous when on when Reg will be testing the 2015 tax law changes as most of my study materials are still covering 2014. I know there are or were changes made at the end of 2014, but I know most won't go into effect or be tested on the CPA exam until six months after their effective date, which I don't think has happened yet. I could be wrong. Uh, by the way, Ninja has definitely helped as a weapon during this journey. Have to get the marketing plug in. I've doubled up on my reviews. Well, the the effective date the effective date for 2015 tax law is January 1st, and so it uh, it became testable on the CPA exam uh, June 1st, which is obviously a dead month. And so, um, uh, beginning this last July and through the end of the year and through. May exams of 2016, it will only be 2015 tax law. So any retroactive changes that Congress had made like to 2014 tax law is irrelevant for the CPA exam. So it's 2015 ex exam law or tax law from here on out. Kevin writes in, how do you overcome losing credit for a test and stay motivated to continue on? Um, I found myself in that same situation. I scored back-to-back -back 74s on regulation, and I lost my FAR credit. I thought it, it was the end of the world. Um, I was so excited about passing FAR that I, I partied for uh, a good year and then um, got my butt in gear and ended up losing my uh, exam credit. And uh, I thought it was the end of the world. It, it wasn't. Um, I, I hated life for a while. I got... I got over my, my pity party. Um, so how do you stay motivated when you, when you lose a credit? It's like, it's like, it's so hard to pass a section of the CPA exam. It's definitely hard to pass FAR. FAR is the most daunting exam for a lot of people, for most people. And so to lose, well, for me to lose my FAR credit, it just plain sucked. And so you just have to decide that you're not going to let the AICPA beat you. And that's kind of like a, a, a mental game. It's um, if, if you don't actually have an adversary, you need to create one in your head. So you need to, you need to whatever you need to do, if you need to, um, if you need to decide that the AICPA is trying to keep you down and not, and not let you pass. Um, so question on Periscope, how did you finally pass? Reg after 274. As well, on regulation, there were three. There were about three areas that I flat out refused to study because I hated them. Uh, it was AMT, light kind exchanges, and 1231, 1245, and 1250 assets. I'm like, I was, I was studying. I was like, forget this. Uh, it's extremely boring. I would rather. Um, be waterboarded 
and study those. And so a uh, crazy thing happened. I decided to go back through my, go, that, go, go back through again, restudy everything, and then really hit those three areas really hard. And then I scored a 92. So, um, and that question was on Periscope. And so, um, and I do that for the benefit of people who are just listening um, just on the audio version, uh, which you can download the CPA Review podcast on iTunes. <laughs> so how do you overcome it and stay motivated? You have to create an, adver- an adversary, create an enemy, decide that you're going to um, uh, beat them. It's like, it's like um, Rocky put his newspaper clippings on his mirror in Apollo Creed, and after he had gone through his, his training regimen and you know was all rockied out, he grabbed it and crumpled it up, and he was ready. Um, that's what, he, you know, decide that you're not going to let the AICPA beat you. Or whatever you need to do to get, you know, it takes something to get up at 5.30 in the morning when you'd rather be doing anything but that, well, probably sleeping. <sighs> Augustine says, hey, Jeff, I've been studying for BEC for about five weeks now, and I haven't gotten a score higher than 65 on my MCQ and Sims using Becker and Ninja. What are your recommendations for the last week of studying? Keep in, t- keep in mind I work full time. It's time to go full bore MCQ, just crank it. And, uh, I mean, do it like your life depends on it. You have to get that that 65 trending up to like low 80s, low to mid 80s. Luke says, I've passed reg auditing BEC and I failed far twice with a 71 and a 69. So passed three, failed far twice. I'm taking far next Friday. I have next week off from work and I'm going to focus 100% on far. My question to you is I have one full week left with Becker and Ninja Study Materials to study far and pass it. So a week out, there's really no time for rewriting notes or anything like that. So whatever you notes you have, just keep reviewing them. Um, and so one week out from your exam, what do you do? You, you use your multiple choice platform of choice. Hey, Jeff, got Becker, started reg on... <laughs> I'm kind of like bipolar here because I'm, 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 I'm answering questions and uh, I'm answering questions... I'm answering questions on Periscope, and but see, on Periscope I, I have to read it real fast because it disappears. And so, um, so hold on one second. Um, if I don't get back to your question on Periscope, hit me again. Um, so, whatever multiple choice question platform you're using, start with your weakest area first. So you're taking far. Let's say your weakest area is um, not-for-profit accounting and governmental accounting. That's 20% of your FAR exam. Uh, you actually, you absolutely hate not-for-profit accounting, and you, you took it once in college, and you don't remember anything about it. And uh, and you took governmental accounting, but you don't remember anything about it, and you don't even remember what an encumbrance is. So uh, <clears throat> you start your in your weakest area first and work backwards. So your weakest two areas are your, your, your weakest area is governmental accounting. And you do a set of 20 multiple choice questions. <laughs> you do, you do a set of 20 multiple choice questions and, 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 and you keep repeating those. You do many testlets of 20 questions and, and, uh, and do that until you are scoring about a 75. That's an arbitrary number. 
Um, but really, you do that until you score about a, a, a 75%, and then move on to your next weakest area and do. I mean, it take it might take you three sets of 20 multiple choice questions. It might take you 60 questions to get up to a 75% on that on that third mini testlet, and then keep going down the line. Your next weakest is pensions, and then inventory, and then. Um, investments, whatever it is. And so that's how you do your final week. And all the time, you know, you're still, every time you drive, you're listening to your audio, if you have the audio or, or you're, you're reading your notes or whatever. So <clears throat> I'm going to take a water break. And I know I missed a few questions on Periscope. Then another question that Luke had was, how do you stay motivated? Um, your final week, well, the final week before an exam, life is going to be terrible and it's going and you're going to hate it. Uh, the temptation will be to take your foot off the gas and watch, you know, Netflix or whatever. Um, <clears throat> do not start a a a, a season of uh, of some television show on Netflix while you're studying for the exam because you're just going to stop studying. You can do that. You can you can binge watch uh, all five or six seasons of Breaking Bad after you take Far, or uh, <clears throat> or True, True Detective season two. <laughs> I haven't watched the final episode yet, but I did go ahead and read what happened. But it's kind of bummed. But anyway, and everyone hates True Detective season two. I didn't think it was that bad. Tia says. Thanks, Jeff. I'm taking auditing and currently reviewing by pounding out Ninja MCQs and recopying my notes. My average is 76 and trending is between 87 and 91. And so uh, for those of you who don't know, the average quest, the average, uh, the average score in Ninja MCQ is cumulative. So it takes into account every question you've ever done since the beginning. So even the questions where you're just messing around, just, just clicking answers, or you didn't know anything. It takes it all into account. The trending score takes into account your more recent sessions, and um, it also takes the content specification outline weighting into account as well. And so it makes sense that this that the average is lower. So the average is 76, and the trending is between 87 and 91. Why do I not trust this, she says. Does this bode well? For my real exam, it does. <clears throat> so... I mean, assuming assuming that you're in the review phase or in the adaptive or in the uh, yeah in the adaptive learning phase or in the review phase, that's that's pretty good. So 87 to 91, and you can always go on to the another71.com forum and uh, click the trending versus actual scores, and so you can see you can see what other people have done relative <clears throat> on the actual exam relative to their training score all right everyone doing okay out there see the nice thing about having pre-written questions is that if there's crickets i can just uh <laughs> go on beverly says yes thank you beverly all right, looks like we are good. Anyone have any upcoming exams? Okay, we got a question. I feel like you know towards the end if the content is sticking with the trending. Yep. 
Yep. I agree. And um, people's confidence level seems to be higher when they're when they're training higher, I guess, for obvious reasons. Um, but oftentimes what happens is if people go in and take an exam, so they're trending really high, they go in and take an exam and they're doing really well, so they get their butt kicked with the, especially if you get to the review stage, they, they get their butt kicked on the actual exam or it feels like they, they got their butt kicked because um, <clears throat> your test let start out as medium and then if you do well, it ratchets up into difficult. And um, if you're getting difficult exams, you're just, it means, it means that you're doing well. Uh, should I keep having the MCQs pick the selections or should I do the new questions? <sighs> until you, until you get through all of the questions. Um, I might go through all of the new questions first and then let it issue me the questions. And I'm also a big fan of doing, uh, I guess, in your review stage, doing um, topic-specific questions. So, all right. So Kevin says I'm preparing to take BEC. Is there a way that I can be notified of my of my score? immediately when it's available or do I need to constantly check the website? Um, no, there is, uh, you would think that, um, something that had, um, just computer graded written communication questions and, and just, you know, multiple choice questions could, you could get your score immediately like the GMAT, but it, this has been um, people have been questioning this questioning this for years. Why can't you get your scores right away? Uh, how do I incorporate Sims into studying? I seem to focus on questions all the time. Um, I would I would do Sims here and there. Like I said earlier, um, I would do ninety percent multiple choice questions, ten percent Sims. One little tip: always do the AICPA um, sample exam on AICPA.org. That way you know, and the the big takeaway there is to know how to transfer know how to transfer the research component into your answer, so that you're not messing around on exam day and wasting valuable time. So yeah, people have been lamenting getting their having to wait to get their scores for for years. That's just uh, a rite of passage for the uh, CPA exam. And, uh, and definitely don't ever complain to um, a paper and pencil CPA, which means they took the paper and pencil exam like back in the day, because then they'll tell you war, war stories about how they had to sit in a, in a cold um, hotel, like banquet room, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, with like 8,000 other people and um, they only take it May and November and had to wait eight years to get their score back and blah, blah, blah. Of course, the answer to that is uh, the exam today, while more uh, friendly for your exam day experience, the exam today is test on a lot more knowledge and um, there's a lot more pronouncements and <clears throat> back then they didn't, they didn't have IFERS and, and uh and IT and 
all that stuff. So, <laughs> and uh, so, how are we doing on Periscope? Are we good? Last call for questions on Periscope. <clears throat> Thank you, everyone, for uh, <clears throat> tuning in. Okay, we do have a one question coming in. I do appreciate you tuning in and uh, at least a few people humoring me with some questions that, that makes me feel uh, less alone. <laughs> Cumulative during studying <clears throat> and topic by topic at the review stage. Topic by topic during the review stage, cumulative while you're studying, yes. And um, yeah, well, I had an idea last time. I'm like, why don't I? Because. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I did another Periscope yesterday, and it was just, um, it was okay. But um, I learned that you need backup content for, because on, on Periscope, people can't, like, um, ask you questions, like, um, vocally. So they have to type it in, and it's on their phone. And so it's kind of, so anyway, so you need have backup content. So, hey, I thought a podcast would work great for it, so. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for watching and listening. And if you haven't done so, please download my CPA exam survival guide. It is free. It is awesome, or as awesome as a CPA exam ebook can be. And uh, thank you. And uh, you can get from another71.com. Go just go to another71.com in the right hand sidebar. You'll see it. You can also download it from iTunes. It is the highest rated uh, CPA exam related book on iTunes, probably because it's free. Um, thank you again to everyone on Periscope, and uh, and thank you um, everyone. And I, I I recognize several names like like Rutledge from the forum, and I I appreciate you tuning in. Um, until next time, everyone, be good, take care, and I will talk to you soon. Oh yeah, go to um, if you want to be on the podcast, go to another seventy one. Ask Jeff. Click in the upper right hand corner. And uh, so until next time, talk to you later. I'm not impressed by your performance. See that? He's being funny. <laughs>